Welcome to Respect Life Radio. My name is Deacon Jeff Bennett with Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Denver. And our special guest today is John Miller, Outreach Coordinator for Mount Olivet. Uh, you may know John. He was head of the liturgy office for 11 years up until about a year ago. Is that right, John? Correct. And now you've made the switch to uh, Mount Olivet. So what's going on there? Oh, well, you know, I enjoy hanging out where people don't complain. That's the <laughs> Well, some don't. <laughs> yeah. Some don't, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, I'm grateful to be a part of the Archdiocese at Denver Mortuaries and our cemeteries. Uh, we have uh, three locations. Most people know Mount Olivet Catholic Cemetery. I'm sure everybody knows that oh, one, yes. yeah. yeah. Uh, and then St. Simeon Catholic Cemetery, maybe not as well known, but is on the uh, east side of Aurora. It's about E-47D in Jewel. Okay. On the other side of Buckley Air Force Base. Okay. And then, of course, we have the Archdiocese at Denver Mortuary, uh, which is our funeral home, which is on the property of Mount Olivet in Wheat Ridge. And then just a few weeks ago, the Archdiocese acquired Caldwell Kirk Mortuary, which is at 21st and Marion, which is right uh, next door to St. Joseph Hospital. Oh, okay. So we now have another location to help serve the uh, greater central Denver area. Well, we were talking before we came on air. You said virtually no one knows you guys run a funeral home. Correct, yeah. And we were founded in 1982 by Archbishop Casey. We were the first Catholic uh, mortuary, meaning owned by a diocese in the entire United States. Uh, it was not without controversy, uh, but uh, it is such a um, wonderful uh, way that we can uh, accommodate the Catholic community uh, in the Denver metro area. Yeah, and I would think by having the funeral home cemetery as one, it sure makes it a lot easier on communication and making sure things run smoothly. Is that right? That's correct. And as we, as I go out in my job as the outreach coordinator and help educate uh, people on the order of Christian funerals, the funeral liturgy itself, but also the services that we provide, uh, we have the opportunity to say that, you know, this is, uh, it's a one place, you know, you can have your, uh, the funeral home is there on the same property as the mortuary. Uh, our, we now have our own crematory. So uh, your loved one never leaves our care. Right. Um, so that's a comfort to families, especially in time of need. Yeah, and, and you know, it's such a difficult time to know that you're not having to contact three different operations. Correct. To make sure then you have to or make sure it's all organized because you can't trust somebody to make sure that's going to happen. Right. I would think that's a real comfort to people. Oh, yeah. And we take the stress off of families by being able to do that. You know, before you would have to call, okay, I'm going to call the parish and say, hey, mom died. You know, father, can we plan for a funeral on Monday? And then you call the mortuary and say, Oh, Father's okay uh, if we do the funeral mass on Monday. Oh, and by the way, we're going to bury at Mount Olivet, uh, so i got to call the cemetery and arrange for that. We take all that out of the equation, and, and the family just has to deal with us because we arrange for everything with the parish. We arrange for, um, you know, at our mortuary. Right. Uh, and then, of course, uh, if Mount Olivet is the place for uh, final destination for the deceased, of course, it would be right there at our cemetery. Now, if it's Fort Logan or maybe Fairmount or some other cemetery, Crown Hill. Right. Of course, we work with everyone, uh, and so we can take care of that. Well, before I forget, so if people want you to come out to their parish and explain all the things that you guys have going on and how they can take advantage of some of the things we were talking about, how can they contact you? They can contact me, uh, my uh, phone number at the Archdiocese of Denver, which is 303 715 
303-715-2083, or you can contact me uh, through the web at cfcscolorado.org. That's Catholic Funeral Cemetery Services, Colorado. Okay. Well, good. And we'll we'll do that one more time just in case somebody didn't get it. But I want to make sure we get that kind of out of the way. So you have a you know a bunch of great programs going on there. One of the ones I want to talk about, not the only one, but I know, you know, for people who've lost a child uh, during pregnancy, this is such a comforting one. It's called Precious Lives Burials. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. So what is what does that entail? How does that work? How can people, you know, unfortunately, if they need to take advantage of that, be able to do so? Sure. So we've done the Precious Lives Burial for over 30 years. Um, That is where we take babies that never make it home from the hospital uh, into our care and reverently placed um, in a right of committal uh, with other babies uh, about once a month. Um, Sometimes even babies that are miscarried at home, we also take uh, into our care as well and place them in that Precious Lives burial. Right. Uh, the burial, um, right now we're averaging about 30 babies a month. Uh, and wow. sometimes I bet nobody more. would have thought that. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, uh, a number of families, and it's open to people of all faiths. Uh, I just w- want to clarify that. So you don't have to be Catholic right. in order to have your baby placed reverently in our cemetery. Uh, we work with area hospitals and their uh, nursing and medical staff uh, to uh, bring the children into our care. Uh, just recently, we've formed a, a relationship with an area hospital to where uh, we received 60 babies uh, that had been um, designated by the family that they didn't, you know, they just let the hospital take care of. Right. Um, and so the hospital contacted us, had heard about our program, and said, can we place those babies in your burial program, we said, sure, we'd be more than happy to receive those babies. I mean, what a gift and what a, what a dignity to a human life that, unfortunately, we live in a world that now talks about infanticide, yeah. uh, and, you're, and you're doing such a great job. And, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, we had to take advantage of that in October. Our daughter's baby was born at 22 weeks and didn't make it. Mm-hmm. And But I want to say you guys did a great job. I mean, it was dignified it was everybody was treated really well you know it was nice i got to do the service at your chapel that you have there uh so i i can just tell people you know it's really a beautiful ceremony and an opportunity to show that love to the child that unfortunately didn't quite make it yeah well thank you and yeah uh, thank you for you know having your family and trust us with the opportunity to assist you in your time of need and I will say, uh, Laura Zabel, who's one of our funeral directors, has been there for over 30 years. Um, Precious Lives has been so much a part of her life and so many families that she has taken care of, sometimes not once, but twice, three times, four, five. Yeah. You know, there's been yeah. a lot of families that have miscarried many times um, that she has uh, taken care of. And they always, that's the first person that that, that family calls is Laura. So would they just call the main number to get a hold of her? How best to get a hold of her? Uh, uh, probably best to get a hold of her is through our uh, our uh, number for the Precious Lives Burial. Um, I'm sorry, let me pull it up here. Uh, you don't have it memorized, John? Uh, no, I don't. Man, I'm sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> Slacking. That's okay. I don't even know my wife's phone number. If I ever lose the phone, I'm dead. Uh, 303-502-9000. 
903-502-9666. And we do help families not only in English. We help. Uh, we have funeral directors that can help also in Spanish as well. So, oh, good. Um, uh, it's uh, an opportunity. You know, we have more from the Latino community that have heard about this program through their parish or through our priests or deacons or someone that they know that may have gone through it before and have referred them to us. Well, I know you have been out really trying to uh, promote this program so that people can have a dignified way to bury their child, but I would have never guessed it's been going on for 30 years. Yeah, and and probably even longer, um, you know, that at least having uh, something a little more formal, I mean, Laura has really put together um, but I think even before then, they did have baby burial, uh, but it wasn't as um, probably as uh, organized as it is now. Right, like a, like a ministry in yes. and of itself. And so I think the other piece that you mentioned was that, you know, you don't have to be Catholic. So anybody listening, if, you know, if they've had that terrible situation, tragedy um, with their family, they can call Mount Olivet and, and really have a dignified funeral service and burial and uh again it's great i think they do a great job it was uh very well done and i think everybody felt good afterwards right yeah and we also at that precious lives burial um it's very moving because we have a little reception ahead of time for all the families to kind of gather and we have our clergy there as well Uh, but we also have grief uh therapy animals uh usually dogs uh, oh, no, did you, I didn't yes, know that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We even have some rabbits uh, that come okay. through. They're, uh, Not just the ones that eat the grass no, in the no, cemetery. No, they're, these they're, are, yeah. Okay. They've been no, specially these, trained? Yeah, yes. Uh, okay, good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be a part of that. Um, and that's, you know, and that helps, especially with little children that uh, yeah. are around with families that give them a little comfort at their time. And then families receive flowers, uh, a comfort cross as well. And then, of course, we have the, the committal itself. Right. And that liturgy is very moving and mm-hmm. beautiful as, as laid out in the ritual. And it's also offered in Spanish. So Spanish-speaking families are there. Uh, our, one of our deacons who speaks Spanish is able to uh, do that ritual and help those families. That's great. I'll tell you what. I just, again, I don't know that everybody knows about that. You know, We just hear all the bad things that go on with uh, the destruction of human life, whether at conception or at the end of life. Uh, so to hear that there's this kind of ministry out there is is really heartwarming. And, you know, talking about end-of-life issues, you know, it was interesting. I was looking on your website, and I was really happy to see you had a little blurb in there about physician-assisted suicide. Uh, can you talk about how that works and trying to get a burial and that? Because I think it's good for people to know. I know it was announced at parishes, but that was, what, a couple years ago Correct. probably. Yeah. And the bishops of Colorado came together and decided as a whole, what should we do about this issue now that physician-assisted suicide is unfortunately legal in the state of Colorado? And so they decided that anointing of the sick um, would not be administered uh, to the person that is choosing physician-assisted suicide. Um, They also decided that a person that chooses physician-assisted suicide would not get the funeral mass, the vigil, the basically the order of Christian funerals, except for a committal, right? Uh, the, that would be said uh, privately. 
so as because since the person has signed a public document, um, and because of the scandal uh, from yeah. uh, you know of that public scandal, um, that the bishops decided that it would not be appropriate uh, for that person to receive the full funeral rites and anointing. So it's not that the, that the bishops or priests or you know the church is you know wanting to be the the big bad guy and uh, is you know trying to uh, as they get painted so often yeah yes yeah, yeah. Uh, but is is really it's it's an act that you know it's the only way that the church can respond to this situation we still will you know pray for the deceased sure for the repose of their soul I mean we'll commend them um, into the grave or uh, into the crypt or niche, uh, you know, if they're cremated. Um, but also that um, maybe sometime down the road, a mass might be offered uh, for their repose of their soul. Right. Um, that but, you could do at your individual parish or right. whatever, yeah. And sometimes, you know, you know, in a funeral mass especially, um, the bishops didn't want to see, you know, especially the family you know, really celebrated, you know, the person, you know, wanting to end their own life through physician-assisted suicide, that, that the church didn't want to endorse that. And so, uh, you know, if if there was a funeral mass um, and that celebration, they didn't, that's the scandal. But sometimes, you know, the person chose it on their own against the family's wishes. And so uh, even if you had a funeral mass, uh, there was still the scandal because the person had chosen yeah. you know, to, uh, to do that act. Well, I think it makes perfect sense. That's why I'm gl- it was great to see it on the website so that you can say, look, here's the deal. Um, because we don't, I mean, we don't, we're not, you can't kill yourself intentionally and then be anointed or be anointed right before you're going to create a, a mortal sin, <laughs> right. right? I mean, it doesn't make sense. It can be hard for families, but you know, it's amazing that, you know, we're talking about babies that are miscarried to people committing suicide on the other end. I mean, you have everything in between, right? I mean, you guys see everything. Yes, we do. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, we see, uh, you know, the bad, um, you know, feelings, the unleft, uh, unsaid uh, words, the arguments daily, you know, mm-hmm. even at graveside. And I can't tell you how many times. Uh, law enforcement comes out to the cemetery to break up fights between. Now, I would have never guessed that. Yeah, because you know, mom chose cremation. No, she wanted full body burial, and you have both, you know, both uh, families arguing over it, or you have families arguing over, uh, I want this, I want that, or you know, mom was not, or dad was not very kind, and I mean, just. All the uh, all the bad blood just kind of rises yeah. and comes out. You know, unfortunately, and that's why we we like to encourage families to pre-plan their funeral to assure that not only that families are not left with the burden financially uh, of the of the of their deceased relative, but that also that the wishes of the deceased are met. So yeah, because everything's written down at yeah, that point. Yeah, everything's written down. So if mom wanted funeral mass at you know at St. ABC Parish, uh, you know, and the kids you know didn't know, uh, you know, right. they, the funeral director right. would pull up and say, "Well, your mom wanted 
the funeral mass here and burial at Mount Olivet. And that probably makes people feel good. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, now they yeah. don't have to make any of those decisions. Yeah, and it's a great gift that you can give to your family, too, right. by pre-planning. So uh, it's it alleviates stress. You just have to worry about as, as the deceased family, okay, uh, what time is the funeral mass and what time is burial? Right. And, you know, maybe some flowers. And we're going to have things. something to eat afterwards. Yeah, we're going to have something. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. The important stuff. Uh, you're listening to Respect Life Radio. Our special guest today is John Miller with Mount Olivet. And uh, it's funny you were mentioning that. So I've, I've done the pre-planned. Uh, and they were try- and, it, and it went smooth. Everybody was really nice. But they were trying to get, like, locations. And they said, this has a bu- great view. And I go, look, I'm going to be dead. <laughs> You know, I'm not really worried about the view, and my least, and my least concern is what anybody else is going to be worried about the view at that point. I'm going to have bigger fish to fry. You better be praying for my soul, as opposed to that I get a nice little peek at the mountains. <laughs> but they took it well, right? They, you know, it was funny, but they did. They did a great job. Everything was very organized. I mean, you know, you just you just have it all laid out. So you don't really have to think. You guys help us do the thinking. Correct. And then we just have to make some decisions here and there, and then the rest is pretty easy. Right. And I will say, you know, funeral and cemeteries, uh, no matter where you go, whether it be through the Archdiocese of Denver Mortuary and Cemeteries or, you know, the more independent-owned funeral homes for Anna McConaughey and so forth, or the big ones like Allinger, Crown Hill, those are all part of dignity. Uh, But there's expense, um, yeah. and, and pre-planning, you know, it ensures that you lock in the the price to today's prices. That you know, because yeah, things don't get cheaper. No, no. Yeah. I mean, it's like everything else, housing, uh, et cetera. Right. And so, you know, if you know someone chooses us, you know, it's great because we offer no cost financing, no interest payment programs. I mean, you can lock in for five years and pay over time. Yeah. So it makes it a little easier. And uh, so when you pre-plan for your cemetery or your pre-plan for your mortuary plans or both together it, it it makes it a little more economical now to take care of and that way your wishes are met you're not burdening your family with financial costs down the road and hopefully it eliminates one or two police calls yes <laughs> at, the, at, at the grave site right. which that that would be something interesting to see i'm glad i never have and and hope i never will um, so as outreach coordinator, you're going around. What kind of groups do you speak to? I know you're going to parishes, but what kind of groups within the parishes? So parishes, a lot of times senior groups, um, Sarah clubs, uh, the vocation support groups, uh, altar and rosary societies, um, just different varieties of groups. And not only is it just a presentation on what the church teaches in the Order of Christian Funerals about uh, the liturgy, the church teaching on cremation and so forth, the benefits of advanced planning. But then sometimes I'll go with Catholic Foundation, I'll go with a local lawyer, um, uh, uh, a lady that uh, works at one of our local Catholic nursing and retirement communities, Uh and we'll do a panel presentation. We'll do an hour at a parish, have a little pastry, a little coffee, and then we'll each do 15 minutes, answer some questions. But at least it's a little more comprehensive than just I'm talking about funerals, but we're talking about leaving a legacy uh, through the Catholic Foundation. Mm -hmm getting your trusts and your wills in order, uh, and then talking about maybe retirement uh, in a Catholic community or at least what retirement looks like in a facility uh, that's not your home. Uh, right. 
and, and maybe nursing options as well and memory care. So, Well, it's good because it's almost like a menu of things and all those things are tied together. It's not like one thing happens and all the other things are excluded. Correct. You, everybody has to think of all those things. And I think just in our conversation today, I mean, hearing the different ministries you guys have here, what you encounter, how to, you know, just the fact that you have your own funeral home, like we mentioned in the beginning, right. a lot of people just don't know. So a lot of this is really... They probably heard it before and it didn't register, right. so this is really informational. Oh, yeah. And we have, besides Precious Lives, and we also have, we bury probably over 90% of the indigent and homeless population uh, in the Denver metro area. Didn't know that either. Yeah. So, you know, each county has their human service burial assistance program, and they give a voucher to, uh, to those individuals who qualify for it. And so we bury uh, those individuals at Mount Olivet or at St. Simeon. Right. Um, in our uh, social service sections. Um, so at least um, we have those programs, you know, proceeds from funeral and cemetery expenses help fund precious lives, help fund the human service burial assistance, uh, help fund um, our crypt of all souls for cremated remains that maybe, you know, Aunt Eleanor has had Uncle Jack sit in the closet for the last 30 years and has never known what to do with him. We want to take those cremated remains. And he's getting tired of being in the closet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. You know, and we want to take those cremated remains into our care and place in that crypt of all souls. Last November 2nd, um, our seminary uh, came out to celebrate All Souls Day Mass, but they also helped us with placement of 50 cremated remains in that crypt of all souls, huh. which we provide free. Right, right. 46 of those cremated remains were abandoned at a local mortuaries. One was abandoned at a local ARC thrift store. And so, you know, sometimes when people pass, you know, and Uncle Jack's still sitting on the shelf and the house sells and the homeowner comes across all these things and says, uh, I don't know what to do with it, send it to Ark. Well, and then Ark calls us, hey, we've got cremated remains. We yeah. don't know what to do with it. Yeah. So, you know, we just want to make sure that the that cremated remains are placed reverently in a Catholic cemetery. Well, so when I started here in Denver, moved up here and worked at Samaritan House, I think within my first week we found somebody's remains in a in a like a closet mm-hmm. bookshelf or something, and I think we took them to Mount Olivet, and that was you know twelve years ago. So sure, it is. I think one thing. Let's talk about the, we're talking about the dignity of burying people. You can't scatter their ashes, right? And the, and the Congregation of Doctrine of Faith about three years ago uh, at the Vatican clarified, you know, that we don't scatter. We keep the cremated remains together. Mm-hmm. We don't divide. We don't make them into jewelry or any other little <laughs> I trinket. Have, I have heard that, too. That, that yeah. seems a little macabre to me. It, it is. Um, you know, th- that they're always interred in the consecrated grounds of a Catholic cemetery, or at very least, even if it's like Fort Logan um, maybe another cemetery that the priest or deacon actually blesses the grave they go into. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, but it, it's dignity. It's it's respect for the body. And so, um, at time of resurrection, you know, we want to keep the body together. We don't want to make God have to work harder. Yeah. I mean, to, he can do yeah. whatever he wants, yes, but, but you know, yeah. let's let's not let's, let's not put him to the test. Right? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Kind of like uh, you know, the devil did Jesus when he right. was in the uh, garden. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's. You know the body, uh, even with in the in the body itself in the casket. I mean, we would not, you know, divide up, you know, between family or or you know this and that. No, we we preserve and so be ready for the you, resurrection. You can be buried 
cremated. Cremated, but it, you have to go in the ground, blessed blessed ground, whether blessed ground whether or it's crypt at, yeah. or crypt or whatever. Yes, yeah, and that's the uh, you know we do our part of doing the corporal work of mercy of burying the dead, and to ensure that you know everyone that we come in contact with is reverently placed. So if somebody came to you and said, hey, I want I want grandma cremated, and oh, by the way, we're going to scatter the ashes, my guess is you guys wouldn't do it, would you? We do the cremation. We cannot dictate um, by okay. law what, you can't? Okay. Uh, That's what law. they do, but we do. You say, educate. We educate, yes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so that's... And hopefully by me coming to parishes and groups and retirement communities and so forth, that at least they can walk away with, oh, okay, I understand the church does not want us to do that. And so right. I'm going to put in my plan, do not scatter, divide me, that I go right into the ground or into the crypt. And really the common denominator of this whole conversation, whether it's uh, preborn children who don't live or have a miscarriage, somebody, physician-assisted suicide, scattering ashes, it's all about dignity. Yes. The dignity of the human person. We're made in in likeness of our Lord and Savior. Right. And so there's a dignity piece, and I think you guys educating on that is really helpful. Yes, and we, we try our best to you know, help families at time of need, pre-planning, uh, to have the information that the church has provided uh, to all the faithful, you know, to have that there and ready for them to take. And, you know, we even offer for families who maybe are struggling mm-hmm. uh, in their faith, you know, even free of charge, we offer Rediscover Catholicism by Matthew Kelly. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. you know, we have some, you know, the principal ministry of the church is evangelization. That's and right. We, we no matter, no matter where you are. Yeah, wherever you are, you know, right. uh, uh, in what stage of life, we, you know, try to do our missionary part uh, as intentional disciples. Well, it's one of the corporal marks of mercy, right? Yes. Burying the dead. Uh, so just as we wrap up here, we got like a minute to go. Can you remind us contact information for yourself and then also if somebody wants to contact the funeral home directly? Sure. So uh, for the Precious Lives Burial, it's 303-502-9666. If anyone would like me to come and speak at a parish group or um, some sort of uh, event that you're having, my contact info is 303-715-2083. And you can find us on our website, which is CFCS, so Catholic Funeral Cemetery Services, Colorado. So cfcscolorado.org. And if you're a knucklehead like me and probably can't remember that, if you just Google Mount Olivet, yeah, it'll pop up. It'll pop up. So that's you know, I need all the help I can get when I'm uh, when I'm searching on the internet. Well, John, I appreciate you coming in and giving us all this great information, and uh, continue the best in your new uh, new endeavors. Well, thank you. My pleasure. Thank right. you for having me. God bless. You too.